Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. What's going on, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Jay I'm not going to do it, Jay. Don't look at me. I'm not saying anything. You might Jay be the biggest kid of them all. Maxie, what's happening? What you wearing, an Orlando Key. Magic uh, top key? Is, does it look like that? Yeah, it's it does, exactly it does what it looks like. like yeah. Orlando Magic really? it does, yeah. No, it's just a... You're a like Dwight Howard fan. Broad shoulders. I, I was a, I was a big shoulders fan for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he, was right, he was right back in the day. For a while, I mean, was he was cool. Than. He was he wasn't he was cool. Yo, that dude was one of the most athletic bigs ever. No, to no, play no. The I'm game. saying he was cool. I'm not. I'm not like. Oh, he was just a guy. No, Dwight Howard was him. He was that dude. Dwight Howard, about five, six years. He's been going to the Hall of Fame one day. You know that barbershop talk? They call him Big Shoulders. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this Dwight alone, man. I'm just saying. They say you're like, man, Dwight Howard. They go, oh man, Big, big shoulders, shoulders, man. He... <laughs> But it didn't used to be all oh, man, big shoulders. It used, used to, to be, be like, yeah, he was the one. Yeah, he was. Yeah. No, he was a for, he for about a five year run. He was yep. a chosen one. Yeah, no question. Would he? Would his? Uh, would his nickname be like Dwight Bob or something like that? Would you give him one of those? Don't think I don't know what you were trying to do yesterday, man. I'm on to you. What, what was I trying to do? Yeah, you look like your middle name is Bob. <laughs> J Bob. See, Bob. you always take it there. Stop doing that, Jay. I, and I wasn't. I wasn't doing that. What were you doing? Because if I was going to do that, I'd just say Jerry or Tom or, well, you know. We Jerry got, or Tom. With Jerry or Tom. We got Jerry on, in, in our crew. What's wrong with Jerry? He's going I'm right just to saying, if, if Jerry, I was you doing, hear that? <laughs> if I was doing what you insinuating I was yeah. doing. You always then, do it. That's who you are daily. Stop. I'm not him daily. <laughs> daily. <laughs> guilty, guilty Look at your key. face. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the kid who did something bad in high school. Hundred percent. Like you know, like when you're like eight years. What I do? I didn't. I didn't do anything. What do you mean? Look, look he's doing it now. <laughs> no, because y'all always so incriminating. The, the problem, the problem with both of you mm-hmm. is y'all always think I'm up to something. Like I'm always. You are. <laughs> yes, you're not paranoid you if everyone's out to get you, right? <laughs> no, you're you're hey. paranoid. You guys are paranoid. <laughs> That's because you know what? This is what I learned. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me this, and I'll let you go on and run the show, Max. Mm-hmm. But somebody once told me this old gray-haired wizard, right? Wise guy. Mm-hmm. He goes, when everybody is always looking at you and wondering what you're doing, it's because they're up to something. Oh, goodness. I'm just telling oh, you, Jay. God, I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's old wizard good once told me. Yeah, yeah, reverse yeah. psychology. That's yeah, a little really reverse smart. So smart. speaking of paranoid, should Mike McCarthy be paranoid? <laughs> Bad transition, but okay. <laughs> Listen to Jerry. Jerry, in the past, has told the truth. If he says he's going to hang on to a coach, you know, Jason Garrett's there for a million years, right? Listen to him on 105.3 The Fan about whether or not the outcome of this playoff game, Cowboys at Bucks will affect Mike McCarthy's job, his job security. Listen to this. No. 
just uh, I don't even want to uh, know. Uh, that's it. I, I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses, but uh, uh, we're not seeing any. We're not uh, basing. I've got uh, a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. You believe him, Key? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, 100%. You know why? Because hmm. not yet. <laughs> it's January 11th. <laughs> not yet. yet. And I've got a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than just this one playoff game. So what he's saying right there is, oh, yeah, his ass is going to get fired if he doesn't win this playoff game, but it won't be because of the playoff game. I got a whole bunch of other data that's sitting on my desk if my son has some and my other son has some and my daughter has some and we're going to look at it for the amount of years that he's been here, we're going to put all that together and then we're going to put the icing on top with the loss in the playoff game to the Bucks, and then we're going to fire him. That's what he's saying. That's all. It, he's saying exactly – you just got to – he got to hear Jerry. I'm listening. Not Chet. <laughs> right? That's, that's interesting because I had the opposite interpretation, no. which is that – which is that he hangs on – like, he knows it's not good for an organization to be unstable that way, cycle through coaches, especially if you have double-digit winning seasons, right? So, But I hear what Key's saying, Jay. But he ain't cycling through coaches, though, Max. Well, how long has McCarthy been there now? Just, but, just, but that's just, the – I mean, but you, you, but you know, in this world, in this world, Jay, of professional sports, you're only going to get three years now. You, you, you're going to get three years to do something. They're not going to let you keep messing around – in 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 getting extensions because you go to one playoff game and then you they're not gonna do that in this day and age. That's why the league has sent these memos out to these owners saying, "Hey man, over the last five years we spent eight hundred million dollars as a as an coaches. NFL yeah. firing general managing coaches. Let's slow this thing down." I mean, think because, about if you're Mike McCarthy for a second. You go four and one with Cooper Rush, right? Like you you tread water. You get your starting quarterback back. You're twelve and five overall. You feel like you were right there unless you drop a game to the Commanders for a chance to actually win the division, right? Uh, potentially get a top seed in that conversation. And Mike McCarthy's done a heck of a job to a degree with this team. But like Kobe always says, it's time to put your big boy pants on because it all comes down to the playoffs. Yeah, that's key. And it's like there's no better scenario, too, than the team that smoked you in the first game of the season. Now you have to go down there. Like, they finished sub-500. Here's a chance to hit the ground running. How do you do in the playoffs will determine where you are next year with the franchise. And they're favored. You know, Max, you yeah, yeah. You know you, you know the late Marty Schottenheimer went 14-2 and two and got fired. Well, and Schottenheimer, I always felt, was just kind of an unlucky coach in the playoffs. I thought he was an excellent coach. Like, if you flip a coin – Ten times, you might get eight heads and two tails, right? If those heads are losses, you wind up two and eight, and everyone thinks you stink. But it's just you lost a couple close games. It was out of your control. In Mike McCarthy's case, though, Key, I think they're going to need a fall guy because they paid the quarterback, and you know they got to they have to give him every chance to succeed. I always thought well, there's a couple that he has some couple, runway deck. There's a couple things, and this goes back to two years ago. Uh, you were not on our show at the time, but Jay Will, or Jay Bob said um, that the the next head coach was on the sideline, and that next head coach was Dan Quinn. And I bring this up to say, in my globe that I see, is I see Mike McCarthy. If 
he loses this game or even a divisional game and don't get to the NFC Championship, mm -hmm. that that globe tells me that Dan Quinn slides into that seat because he'll be a hot commodity anyway out in the marketplace, and they don't want to lose him. And if you continue to keep paying him and paying him and paying him, you might as well slide him into the head coach's role mm -hmm. yep. because in my globe, Sean Payton isn't going to want the job if it becomes available because Sean Payton wants full autonomy across the board, and he already knows that he's not going to get that with Jerry Jones. He was already there with a guy that thought in Bill Parcells have full autonomy until Jerry pulled the rug from underneath them and that, that relationship soured. And I don't think Sean will want to get in that. So it leaves the door open if this job becomes available for Dan Quinn to slide in, former Super Bowl appearing coach, you know, good defense. You don't want to lose him because think about this. If you lose Dan Quinn and you keep Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn goes and gets another job and Kellen Moore goes somewhere, whatever the case is, you starting all over from ground zero all over again. Yeah, Dan Quinn's a good coach, and uh, I hear what you're saying. Um, Jerry Jones' ego is the reason they wound up with McCarthy. He's the best coach, biggest name, most gravitas you could find. Who wasn't going to push back where Jerry could run the show? And the real great coaches might want to run the show, and so he might not wind up with a great coach and consequently may not live to see another Cowboys championship. So here's the question. All Super Bowl winning coaches want to run the show, though. Sure. Mm -hmm. is, it, is it unfair to, to, to even question McCarthy's job status based on his record so far and what he's dealt with? Marcus Spears, ESPN football analyst extraordinaire, was on SportsCenter, and he thinks it is. Jerry has to understand that we get it. It's the Cowboys, and we put this undue pressure, and we bring up this man's job every single year when we get to this point because for Dallas, and fairly so, it's about the playoffs. But Mike McCarthy has been in Dallas three years. He's about to go to the playoffs his second time in three years of being there. He's won 24 regular season games with a non-Hall of Fame quarterback and a receiver that we have never considered one of the best receivers in the NFL. And those roster moves were made by Jerry Jones. If you were to take the Dallas Cowboys wide receiving core right now, where would you rank them in the NFL? I mean, ahead of the Giants, that's for sure. Daniel Jones woke, <laughs> would wake up with that core, he'd think he went to heaven. But I, I hear what Marcus Spears is saying. I disagree with it, though. You know, like, to start the season, we all thought Mike McCarthy, I thought, Mike McCarthy, you got to win two playoff games because now you're on a playoff run. You can't just keep getting bounced from play, not make the playoffs, get bounced from the playoffs in the first round. And now they got the matchup where they're favored by two and a half points on the road against a sub-500 team where the matchup stylistically favors them. Brady's old, got no offensive line. You got Parsons in a pass rush. You ought to win this game. Yeah, they, they, they ought to win the game. Uh, but <laughs> that doesn't mean that they will because this is a veteran team who knows how to play. They've had playoff runs. They just won the Super Bowl recently. A quarterback is 45, but he's smart enough to know how to get out of harm's way. The defense could pop at any given moment for them. I don't think that you could just assume that because the Dallas Cowboys are it has a better overall roster maybe than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they're healthier, that they just gonna walk into Raymond James Stadium and walk out with a W Monday night. Should, you just can't assume that. Should Mike McCarthy's job be in jeopardy? Eight 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 say ESPN be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. 
888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Who has the most pressure this weekend? That's coming up. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Monday night football, playoffs, Cowboys at Bucks. That was as uh, thorough a butt kicking as we've had this year. We're going to find out if that'll get you ready or not. They're mad at me because they said they're soft. This whole team's soft, but they are. Dallas Cowboys don't put back-to-back stinkers together like this. you got to start with the most important thing, which is Dak Prescott's interceptions. That has to change if they want to make it far in the playoffs. The highest pressure cooker of any team in the entire league and try to beat the greatest of all time, that's a very tough sell for the Dallas Cowboys. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Who has the most pressure on them this weekend? And we don't just mean quarterbacks or players. Let's include the coaches. Is it Dak? Is it McCarthy? Is it Todd Bowles? I don't know why. One of the producers thinks I should say Daniel Jones. What pressure does Daniel Jones have <laughs> in the playoffs? That's a win-win for him, man. Yeah, and by the way. Win-win for him. By the way, I think they're going to win. Kirk Cousins, maybe. Yeah. I think Kirk Cousins, that's legit because, you know, is he ever going to kind of really show that he's turned the corner in terms of showing up in big moments? Michael Wilbon, one of the hosts of PTI. Boy, Kornheiser and Wilbon, how great have they been for so long? So, he has an opinion about who has, he does, as he often does, the most pressure on them. Listen to this. Tony, I don't know how you separate them, because I think if either loses, or if both lose, they're fired. I I, I mean, I think it's a one-and-done situation with a loss. Fired. Yes. Fired. Fired. Jerry Jones can say whatever he wants to say to 105.3, the fan, and all this other junk. Tony, either guy loses this first game, fired. Gone. Good night. Uh, he's, he's, I believe, I'm with I'm with, uh, with Wilbon 100. percent That's why I started. But laughing. he, the either guy thing refers to. I, I should have told you Staley. Yeah. Right. So Brandon yeah. Staley, the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, they got a squad. Right. Either one loses, cooked. They're cooked. Oh my God! Yes. Because one thing that the Spanos family wants to do is they want to captivate the audience in L.A., and how do you do that? By winning. Not only that, you got a coach that's looking at a quarterback in some offensive skill positions, weapons, in a nice, solid defense that has won a Super Bowl that's, that is probably, you know, within minutes of the facility, the training facility. So mm-hmm. you got that, right? And on top mm-hmm. of that, you got Jerry Jones, who 
you know, we just talked about it for the minute for a minute about McCarthy and winning. If you lose in the first round, you're going to get fired. But you think you think Staley is under the is under as much pressure as McCarthy because you've said it. Look, Spanos family doesn't like to spend money like other team owners. They are poor by the standard of billionaire owners, right? And 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 they don't like to. So so who are they going to bring in? But how you? But, Where they're going to pay the pay the guy? Key. How else are you going to? How else are you going to make money? By when? I, I agree. And if I were Sean Payton, of all the available jobs, if the Chargers job became available, that's the one I'd See, want. See, I, I, that's a good job, but I don't know, and I've been thinking about this over the last several days, Jay, is I don't know if your Denver Broncos are on a better job. <laughs> better job? I don't know if if Jay's Denver Broncos, Jay's Denver Broncos. might be a better job. And here's why. Here's why. Because Sean Payton can coach. Hackett couldn't coach. Come on, man. Hackett yeah, but couldn't hack. He, the Chargers got as least as good a roster and a much better quarterback. And what's the upside you have with Justin Herbert and the longevity of his career age wise? No, it, it, to but, but I'm saying, I'm not, I'm, all I'm saying is we don't know if the Denver Broncos' job might not be better because we haven't seen Sean Payton with that roster and those receivers in that running game, in a defense that could be good with a shutdown corner. We but, Key, see, why would you say that about that? De- it sounds to me like you think he might be heading there. but, but No, 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 but, no, no, I didn't say that. I, Don't put words in my mouth. Chargers have better receivers, better running backs. They have, they have more experienced receivers. Okay. All right. so that's I, a, that's I, all I, I'm I, saying. I, I'll all say right. this. I, I think that, look, if you're asking me to choose between Sean Payton or Brandon Staley, I'm going to choose Sean Payton all day long. But in Brandon Staley's defense, they haven't made it to the playoffs. They've been plagued by injuries. They did make the playoffs this year. They've made the playoffs with Justin Herbert having barbecue ribs. What also is working in Brandon Staley's favor is the fact that the Spanos family doesn't like to spend exorbitant amount of money on coaches or players. Like, that's a history thing, right? So, like, what is Sean Payton going to cost? For me, it always comes back to Mike McCarthy. And I brought up this point during the break. I brought it up yesterday as well. The fact that this defense, they're known for their defense, right? But their defense isn't as good on real grass as it is on turf. The numbers prove it, right? Slows them up. Cowboys on grass, 1-4 and four record. On turf, 11-1. and one. Think about that. 1-4 and four on grass. So Raymond James Stadium, what is that? Bermuda grass. So it just looks like everything is panning towards that direction for McCarthy. And, Key, my next question is if McCarthy is first to go down, if he is fired, if that next head coach is Dan Quinn, that that starts to clock once again on Dak, whether that's a year or two years. Yep, I've been you saying You've got to let go of Kellen Moore, right? If you're Jared Jones, you got to say, Kellen Moore, we got to try something different because the way you want to do this offense with the, with the defensive-minded head coach, if that is Dan Quinn, who is the guy that comes in that can unlock Dak in a year that we're truly determining whether he is going to be the franchise quarterback moving forward? Dak might be unlocked. This just might be Dak. I mean, after seven years – this is, you know, he's a nice player. He's a nice little player. You know, like as Key would say, he's a nice little player. Not a great player, a good player. Hey, Rick in Brooklyn has something to say, guys. Good morning, guys. What's up, uh, let Rick? me tell you where I do agree with Key. I do think that the message that uh, Jerry Jones put out there was very simple. Anything other than a championship game loss, that Mike McCarthy had nothing to do with, that it wasn't his fault. Other than that, he's gone. 
Where I don't agree is I don't think Dan Quinn is the answer. Remember, this is the same guy that had that big Super Bowl lead and lost it. And the Cowboys' defense hasn't exactly lit up the world lately. So I just don't think he's the answer. So I agree with you to some degree and not to some degree. Jason in Florida. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. All right, guys. He, guys, here's the deal. Mike McCarthy is not getting Dallas over the hump. Look at Minnesota did this year. They hired Kevin O'Connell. Great record. Doug Peterson in the playoffs at Jacksonville. Dallas needs an offensive-minded head coach to unlock all that talent on offense. We talk about Sean Payton. Why not Sean McVay, Eric Bieniemy, Bill O'Brien, or get an authoritative figure in there like Brian Flores? This is not working. Mike McCarthy is not the right guy. He's Gee, not unlocking Gee, do they need a, Do they need an offensive-minded head coach, do you think, in Dallas? They got an offensive-minded head coach. But a better one than McCarthy? <laughs> um. I don't know that there's anything wrong with the offense per se, the game plan, the scheme. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because, again, they were the highest scoring team in the National Football League for about an eight-week eight run there. So I don't know that that's the problem. I think one of the problems is that the quarterback has to stop turning the damn ball over. Oh, that, that would that, help. That, yeah. that, that would help. Tremendously, if he stopped turning the ball over. What was Eric, that stat in the in the twelve games he's played? He's is he tied for second in turnovers? Yeah, tied for in second in, in at <sighs> having missed five games. Oh. Eric, you're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max. What does McCarthy need to do to keep his job? Don't understand where everybody's going with this. He got moved out of Green Bay. He kind of got carried by Aaron Rodgers. You know, come on. And don't even know how he got the job. I think it was kind of like he put everything in on that off season, that season off, and then he gets the job with Dallas. He just doesn't mesh with Jerry Jones. You know, I mean, I I don't even understand. He's gone. I, I, he he would have to win the Super Bowl, I think, to keep his job. I I, I, well, I don't know about win the Super Bowl. It. I think he's got to win two games. But I hear you. Look, he got the I job. Love it. He got the job. Anyone who gets this job has to be a proxy for Jerry Jones. Can't be his own mm-hmm. guy like uh, like a Bill Parcells, as Key mentioned, or, or something like Payton. that. Probably not a Sean Payton. Jerry's ego is too big, and ultimately Jerry's got to ask himself, is his ego worth more than a Super Bowl? Because he ain't getting any younger. And hopefully he says, no, my ego's more important, and my Giants can uh, don't have to worry about the Cowboys. That's right. We'll, make more, we'll take more of your calls on who has – the most pressure on them. Plus, a GM says something that has us all confused. Keyshawn J. Willemax. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. 
Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I would trade Justin Fields for a one and a three to at least a dozen teams. And then what I would do is I would draft Bryce Young, and here's why. I would then reset the quarterback clock on a rookie contract. So if I could go get four starters in free agency, a one and a three, and get a player, in my opinion, in Bryce Young, who's a better quarterback than Justin Fields, I'm making that move. That was Mike Tannenbaum talking on. Do we really think Mike T believes that? Do we really think Mike T believes that? I mean, do you think he would? No, like, it's one thing to say it. It's another yes, thing really, to do He it. really believes it. I, that's his, I think that's mainly based on his evaluation of what's coming out in the draft. I think he looks at Justin Fields and sees a guy who okay, yeah. could get a, have a better completion I, I, percentage, whatever, but he doesn't see a superstar, and in the draft he thinks he's identified a superstar. I, I was just asking the question that sometimes when you're on air you say something because it's like, oh, well, maybe I would think about that that way. But when you're actually in the seat – would you pull the trigger yeah, on something like that? That's a whole other question. Right? Like that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a bold move, Cotton. Well, Ryan Poles is in that seat, and he says they'd need to be blown away to take a quarterback number one. Listen to Ryan Poles. This is the Bears GM at the press conference. Is, the question is this. Is, well, you'll hear the question. Listen. I'm excited for the direction he's going, and as I mentioned before, he knows where he has to improve. I think you mentioned that the other day. Um, so we're excited about his development and where he goes next. He showed ability to be impactful with his legs. There's flashes with his arm. Now if we can put that together, I think we have something really good. Because you have the first pick, there are people that sit there and go, the quarterback might be available there. You're saying Justin's your guy. Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. Whoa. <laughs> Key. He didn't say well, next a question. Couple. There's a couple things here. There's a little bit of inexperience by Ryan Poles, Mm -hmm. but there's also some trickery inexperience by Ryan Poles. And what I mean by that is the inexperienced part is you didn't endorse your quarterback, so you may alienate him depending on how his feelings are. That's the inexperienced part of getting into the situation, high draft pick, uh, uh, you know, general manager, the whole deal. That's the inexperienced part. The experienced part is I'm smart enough to know not to tell the other 31 teams what I'm thinking at the top because somebody else really wants one of those quarterbacks. And I can mortgage off, or not mortgage off, I can trade out of the number one spot and get a whole bunch of stuff and still have my quarterback in Justin Fields. So I want to make people think that there's a possibility there that I could take what they want with the number one overall pick. But he did that. But, like, but Keith, that's why I, I, I'm a little it's lost with what you said. Because first off, I, I don't see him alienating uh, Justin Fields. Like, he came out and said, we're excited about where Justin Fields is going. Yeah, like, is that's, there, that's true. There's he room for, he, and by the way, just for people to know, Ryan Poles and Justin Fields have a great relationship. But yeah, when you say, when no, you say I have to be blown away, you're not saying Justin Fields is our quarterback next question. 
You're saying yeah. there's a possibility that yes. I could draft that guy. So, there, so what well, happens? There is a possibility I can draft a guy because I want you to think there's a possibility I can draft a guy, right. and I might be blown away he, he's because it, what, you know, he, it raises the you, value of the overall pick. He, he's what are you willing to give he, me for the he, pick? He's reconciling your two points. He's saying that what Jay seems to be saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is look – He's doing what you're suggesting, which is I might take that guy, yes. and if his relationship is like that with Justin Fields, yes. he just takes him and has this little y- sidebar. Yeah, but with you him. gotta, you have to. The inexperienced part is you have to say certain words to guys because certain guys, no matter how great your relationship is with them, they're very sensitive, especially yeah. when you start talking about replacing them, even though you don't replace them. So they've got to be kind of on the same page to a degree. On top of that, it's important for Justin Fields representatives to tell him, don't get caught up in the business that's going on in the National Football League draft offseason. Yeah, because you- players can get caught up in that and start to think that the organization don't really like them. Yeah, but Keon, I'm telling you, Justin Fields isn't one of those sensitive quarterbacks. That dude, built, he's built different. Until he's and, and, sensitive. But he but he's not because of the relationship with Ryan Poles. I'm I, trying to I'm tell not, you. I'm, I, I'm like, not saying that so they like, don't have a great I relationship. I, I know, but I don't think Justin Fields is tiptoeing around the organization feeling like he's going to be replaced. Well, I, not I, yet. I, not yet. I, look, not everything yet. is trending in the right direction for Justin Fields. Yes, like, Jay, the, but when, when these questions continuously come up to a general but, manager and you only human nature as a player, then when you keep hearing – Oh, they like Bryce Young, or are they thinking about doing this, and maybe they. And you start hearing that it, it's only going to affect the young dude. But but it, it's not. That's what, but key. It's not going to affect the young dude when the young dude has a relationship with the GM and has an understanding about how this game if, is going to be played, right? And that's why so I they, said if they're on the same page, yeah, that's it what, ain't gonna be a problem. But what I'm trying to tell you is they're on the same page. Like so, like there's a there's a little bit of politics here when you're trying to lure people in. That, like, just confirming your latter point. There's politics involved when you're saying, hey, but if I'm blown away, it drives the price, it drives the value it drives of that the pick. price up of the pick. And by the way, what Mike Tannenbaum was suggesting was not taking the number one overall pick and drafting Bryce Young because he does because Bryce Young's not going to go number one overall potentially. Right. He's saying trade down out of that pick, pick up draft capital then draft Bryce Young. I think he thinks he's going ninth or something like that. No, right? no, 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 no. I think he said Bryce Young number one overall. Yeah, I, he he was really? saying he was saying yeah. he loves Bryce. Then how Young. do you get yeah. all the draft picks he's talking he's, about? No, no, no. You, there's not a lot of draft picks. Oh, that's what I was trying to tell you yesterday. Oh, for Fields. Pardon me. You're right. You're a right. one and a three. You're right. No, is what he said right. he would trade Fields for. That's right. A first round pick and a third round pick. Then he would get about four or five free agents in the free agent market. And then he's got Bryce Young to reset That's the clock. That's what it was. It was the trade of Justin Fields that brings yeah, my but you, but, but like I said, draft cap. But like I said before. You don't get that in the free agent market anyway, Keith. Hey, You're going to you get spend, it in yeah. the market anyway. Would you spend the number one overall pick on Bryce Young? No. Would I? Neither would I. Yep. Would I spend it? For yep. Justin Fields? No, no. Regardless, whether or not you have Justin, oh, would you spend the number one overall pick on Bryce Young? He's See, a I, I, very smart, accurate quarterback, but yeah, I, I like I like his ability as a football player. Yep, uh, he is a Southern California guy. I think he has some amazing talent. The thing that always pushes me back is when I look at him and I think, what happens when Quentin Williams grabs him by one arm, or Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa? or any of them dudes that they're going to go up against, 
grab him by one arm when the tackle is engaged with the defensive player, but he still has the ability to reach around him and grab him like a rag doll because he's a buck 20. That's my problem. I don't like the statue. I don't like the size. If you stretch him to 6'2", and you widen him a little bit to 210", now we talking. Yep. Uh, now we talking. 100%. I think it's hard to spend the number one overall because pick on be, an undersized quarterback. But just remember what I've always told you, Jay, and I, and I refer to Jay because he, he, you, you were not here at the time, Max. They're going to eventually find you yeah. when you're small. I hear remember you. I, remember I, I always I, tell I, you I know you said it. You said about Kyler Murray. eventually you find it. you. I, you ain't going to be able you. to just run around. and They're going to find you because them dudes – them is grown-ass men with full beards, with car seats in the back, and all they know how to do is hunt and for the quarterback. Payments. <laughs> you know, and families. Multiple and yeah, them dudes, man, them dudes ain't playing yeah. with you. The they Bears, not playing by with the way, you. The Bears have $118 million mm. in cap space. Mm. Yeah. I could eat up about $30 million of that cap space right now. <laughs> $118 million in cap space. No one in Chicago – Wants the Bears to trade Justin Fields, right? Eight 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 say ESPN. Yeah, please, man. If they trade Justin Fields. They might as well. I can't even. No one in football. Chicago wants them to trade Fields, right? Chicago. Eight 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 say ESPN. Keyshawn J. Willemax. They should cancel football if they do it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We're going to evaluate the draft class, and I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. There's a little bit of inexperience by Ryan Poles, but there's also some trickery. The inexperienced part is you didn't endorse your quarterback, so you may alienate him depending on how his feelings are. The experience part is I'm smart enough to know not to tell the other 31 team what I'm thinking at the top. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. David Kaplan is the co-host of Cap and J. Hood on ESPN 1000 Chicago. You can listen to Cap and J. Hood weekdays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Time on ESPN 1000. Morning, Cap. Good morning. How you guys doing? What's up, Capper? Capper. What's up, man? First of all, he did back his quarterback. Thank you. Let's just be clear. Thank you, Cap. He did? My God. Yeah. He has to to play the game, but he said, I'd have to be blown away. 
Cassidy, all he did was talk about what he wants out of Justin this offseason, what he wants next year, the growth he sees. They're all in on this kid. Look, if some, Wayne Gretzky got traded. Of course, they, of course they got to be. calls and goes, here's a 50 first-round picks, yeah, okay, let's talk. They're not moving that kid. They're not. They, He's of our course, guy. They, they better not move him. My, my whole thing is, yes, maybe he backed him, but see, a lot of times, Cap, as you know, in this NFL, man, dudes' feelings get hurt. They get in that locker room. They start listening to other teammates. No matter who they are, it, 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 it psychologically, as things keep going and as the draft keeps coming, and all of a sudden, you know, the buildup, the buildup, the hype. Oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. And you, a quarterback there, you're like, well, wait a minute, man. What are y'all really going to do? That's That was my whole thing is, does he believe what Ryan Poles is saying, or does he think something different? Well, here, here's what I would say to you. If Ryan is a good executive, and I think he has a chance to be a really good executive, he's just never done this. This is his Absolutely. first foray in that job. If he's good, everything you heard yesterday, Justin already heard when they had their exit meeting on Monday. He already good. said to him, dude, they got to play the game here. You're our guy. Just good. be ready. Good. Then we ain't got no issues then. So, no issues. Cap, you know, yesterday – we're all sitting here on the air, and Mike Tannenbaum comes on, and he's talking about, well, you know, I, I look at Bryce Young, and I think he's a better prospect than Justin Fields. And my mouth literally dropped to the floor, and he, and he proposed a trade. Like, Do you think it's actually realistic that the Chicago Bears are having a transformational quarterback for the first time and forever in Bears history would actually trade Justin Fields to gain more draft collateral? No, I do not see any scenario, and I love Tanny. He's great, and he's had two NFL GM jobs, and I never will have one. I did scout in the NBA, so I think I know looking at athletes. Bryce Young is too slightly built. You want me to trade a 6'3", 238-pound tank that had nine runs over 20 miles an hour faster than anyone in the league, takes these hits, is beloved in the room, is an incredible leader, his work ethic is off the charts for Bryce Young. Good player, great leader, slightly built, no shot, not happening. That's exactly how I describe it, too. Cap, it's exactly how I describe it, too. Slightly built. That's the whole problem. Even if you're in love with his talent, you're taking an awful risk. Even if you didn't have Justin Fields and you spend the number one overall pick on that. But you got Justin Fields. It's not like you don't have draft capital and cap room. You do, right? So I, You got yeah. all you need. What about those who would say, look at the completion percentage? And I, I'm the first to point out the offensive line, the receivers, all that stuff. But the completion percentage was really not good. And had the worst record in the league. What do you say to those people? I would say those people need to turn the tape on and quit looking at the numbers like a geek because (laughs) they play the Washington Commanders. The game's on the line in the final second. He hits Darnell Mooney in the freaking hands in the end zone. Yep, I was there. Yep, I remember you were there. You met Ryan Poles out on Michigan Avenue. (laughs) Yeah, my good friend. We're great, great buddies. And he, we, we talked about him moving that number one pick because he knew back then he would probably get it. Well, look, they also had the game where Smith-Marset, they're driving to beat Minnesota. Smith-Marset turns back inside and fumbles on the 
sideline, we lose. He hits him over the middle, right through the hands off the face mask. He hits Equinemia St. Brown, driving to try and win the game, drops it. They've had plenty of opportunities to make plays. It's a bad team. I believe it's the worst roster in the National Football League. I really do. I think Houston, they don't have their quarterback, but I think they have more pieces than Chicago does. But I'm just telling you, this kid is the real freaking deal. Justin Fields, get on board. That's where we're headed. By the way, take that Green Bay, because as they're going in one direction, we're going in the other. David Kaplan, co-host of Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 Chicago, joining us this morning. Orin Keyshawn, Jay Will, and, of course, Max Kellerman. So what should they do, Cap, with the number one overall pick? You, you, Roquan Smith is no longer there. You have some holes on the yep. defensive side. There's a guy in Will Anderson, probably the top defender in college football at Alabama right now. You need to plug up some holes. Jalen Johnson, you got to re-sign him this offseason. He's already there as a, a cornerstone in the secondary. What should they do with the number one overall pick? Trade back maybe twice. If, if, if Chris, Chris Ballard wants to come up to four, and he said yesterday, I'll move heaven and earth to get a quarterback, I'm open for business, Chris. Let me hear what you're offering. Maybe Houston wants to go from two to one. I will be willing to take those picks and then maybe move from two to four. If I could go down to two and then down to four, oh, my goodness, I'm getting a haul. I'm rebuilding my thing. I'm not one of those people that thinks they're in the playoffs in a year because the roster's so bad and there's no depth. But two years from now, there's no reason you're not battling to win the NFC North. Yeah, I, I, that's where I believe. All right, I agree with you too, though. I, I I drop down out of the one spot, move down, you know, pick up some. Stay, I'll stay in the top ten, but I done picked up enough picks, and I'll go get me a dude like uh, Anderson from Alabama, and, and start to rebuild my defense. Find me one of these receivers because the receiving the receivers aren't loaded like that in this year's draft. There's a there's some guys, but there's no stars. Um, I'd go yeah. find me one or two of those guys, and and really get to cooking in free agency. Cap, one hundred eighteen million to spend. Cap, I, I want to dig into your bag real quick with, with these bulls because I, I swear every time I watch Lori Market and I'm like, what happened? Like, what what's in the water in Utah? And is he turning into Andre Korolenko as a, as opposed to doing that in the Bulls uniform? Like, what are your thoughts around that? Quickly. So I think that they had done a horrific job in player development. There, since Tibbs left, player development was awful in Chicago. That's just a fact. Now, Lowry sat down with Joe Colley from the Chicago Sun-Times and said, I'm as much at fault as anyone. I was immature. I wasn't ready for what I was thrust into in Chicago. And it might not have happened if he stayed here. All I know is that dude could play, and we need a stretch four that could shoot the ball, and he's not here. That that deal does not look good. So, what do you do by the trade deadline, February 9th? What what what? what we moves got thirty seconds. Making? Thirty seconds. Okay, in thirty seconds, if I am hanging around and I think I can get to the playoffs, I got to go get a point guard if Lonzo Ball's not back, and I don't think he will be. If not, I'm open for business, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching Booch walk out the door for nothing. Exactly. I'm going to trade guys. I love Demar Derozan, but if he's somebody I can get a lot for, 
I'm open for business. If I'm not there, I got to admit my faults and move on. You can't hang on. Kaplan, co-host of Cap and J. Hood, ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks as always, Cap. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.